Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey everyone, Pastor Chris here along with Pastor Bob, and today we have Todd Dow. Hi, Todd. Good morning. Todd Dow is joining us in this podcast to talk about his nonprofit organization. The acronym is PEP, and I'm going to let him tell you all about that. But before we do, again, folks, it's really good for us to hear from you. Are we answering your questions? Are we ministering to you? Why don't you give us an email or send us an email at LifeChurchChico? Uh, yeah, just put it to info, right, Bob? Info at LifeChurchChico.org. And let us know what you think or if you have any questions or any prayer requests. So anyway, Todd, good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Great to be so, here. So, you know, the, the cool thing about PEP is that I've watched it evolve. I've yes, you have. I've uh, seen it. I, you and I talked about it just when it kind of just was a thought. Oh, yeah, from the so, beginning. Yeah. Give us an idea of why, what was the inspiration, what is PEP, and I'm just going to let you take it from there. Well, thank you for letting me be here today. Um, I was raised in an educator's home. Mm -hmm. My dad was an educator, principal. My mom was uh, a director of a preschool. She taught preschool classes. And so I was around education. And I eventually got into education myself. And I just recently retired after 33 years in public education. That's a long time. And so, yeah, it's (laughs) it's a long time. The last 26 years uh, was in Butte County, and so I was able to work in Paradise Unified Schools for 19 years. The last seven years, I was in Oroville, and um, as I was in education, um, there were so many great experiences. Working with kids is just a blast. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have fun. There's always going to be something interesting that pops up. Um, and then near the end of my career, I was a principal in a school in, in Oroville, and I got to see even a fuller picture of what goes on in a school and the educational process and got to see some very uh, amazing kiddos and then some, some students that came, some f- come, came from some very challenging backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And it was in those experiences that my heart started to become even bigger for educators Mm -hmm. and for everybody on a campus and for students and Mm -hmm. for the families that Mm -hmm. they came from. And I thought, what can I do about this? I I was looking not to retire when I was barely standing, but retire at an age where I could do something that was related to education with strength and energy. And that's where the thought of PEP came. Mm. PEP stands for Positive Educational Partnerships, Mm -hmm. because my goal is seeing what goes on in schools to do something about that to support the the educators that are working with the students in Mm -hmm. a positive way. Mm -hmm. Uh, As an educator over the years, I've seen people support schools from a negative aspect aspect of what the school's not doing or how mm. poorly they're supporting and and being there day in and day out mm-hmm. the overwhelming majority of educators are there to support in a loving way giving their hearts 
giving of their pocketbooks mm-hmm. without anything in return other than the joy of seeing a kid succeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, let's make this something that's uh, official. And so I created PEP uh, about three years ago. It is uh, licensed by the IRS. It is mm-hmm. a fully functional nonprofit um, charitable organization. Mm-hmm. And so I get the chance to find out what schools are doing, where their needs are, mm-hmm. and kind of the the little logo is uh, bridging schools in the community. Right. So I find out those needs, and then I find supporters in the community, whether that's an individual, mm-hmm. uh, a group of individuals, an organization, uh, whether it's a, a service organization like Rotary mm-hmm. or a religious organization like Life Church, mm-hmm. um, I will present the needs to those organizations or mm-hmm. individuals and then get as much support from them as I can mm-hmm. and then take it to the schools. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a blast. Just started yeah. this. This is my first uh, year doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I retired at the end of last school year, and here we are. It's November. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing it for three or four months now, been able to give thousands of dollars to mm. our local schools. That's great. And uh, it has just been a blast. Mm. The the whole idea behind connecting a community holistically, a whole community, in even a county, in that in the, the closeness that we have to Oroville or to Orland and things like that, is mileage wise, we're pretty close and we can connect. Absolutely. So a community is not just a neighborhood; it, it's a whole people group. It would city instead of county, but. This then came out of, I think what happens is, is that the average person says, okay, here's my child. I'm putting my child in the school. The teachers will educate my children. And then we have things like, uh, you know, parent volunteers, they get involved. This bridge, you had a vision to say, I'm going to go beyond just the parents of the kids. I'm going to go to the community and say, will you participate in helping these children meet their needs, not just educationally, but, uh, you know, sports or, you know, or a facility, maybe a facility needs something. So it, that's, it, it's interesting to me that there are not more organizations like this. So you saw this, this basically a gap need. And, and said, okay, parents, I think in some schools, they like have to participate but you went beyond just the parental involvement. Yeah. You're you're going to businesses and to organizations saying we we have a responsibility to the children in our schools. We do. We do. And even you know thinking about Butte County in in general, that's really where we are operating like you mm-hmm. mentioned. Um, one of the motivating factors is something called an ACE score. Mm. ACE stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences, and it is something that is, the state of California has done uh, research on this, and there's been studies and such, and and what they found in Butte County, the adults in Butte County have had some of the highest ACEs scores mm. 
uh, in the whole state. Wow. And what that means, it could be a childhood loss. It could be uh, a parent incarcerated. It could be uh, a family member passing away. Mm -hmm. And so what you have is a lot of students young, at a young age having these experiences and trying to figure out how to deal with those. And mm -hmm. the families are trying to help with that, but those are just really challenging. Mm -hmm. And then they grow up and then they're adults that have experienced these mm -hmm. ACE scores, mm -hmm. the adverse childhood experiences. And so they are playing out in their life, trying to negotiate and, and navigate with those things that have impacted them. Right. And so we now then are having kids of those adults and they're experiencing those childhood experiences. Wow. And so what we found in Butte County is it is much higher percent um, in, in some dynamics or metrics, you're looking at double the rate of exposure to these childhood experiences than the regular state average. Wow. And so for me, Butte County is just ripe for support. Mm -hmm. And that support can be, we've, you know, of course we need finances or tangible things to support schools, right. but we also need encouragement. Right. One of the things that we do is we provide postcards just to say thank you. In fact, we're in the middle of a a Thanksgiving postcard campaign. Mm. Um, some of the school, uh, some of the students in uh, Chico are writing postcards to teachers that either they've had or they are currently having teach them, and just saying thank you for what they've done. That's uh, we also had a welcome back postcard campaign where students wrote postcards to teachers they had had in the past that mm. had impacted them, and I delivered them <clears throat> to the schools here in Chico. Um, and so it's a blast. Mm. And then also that you talked about volunteerism. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, COVID kind of hit that volunteerism thing uh, pretty hard. And so right. now we're coming back from that. Um, but yes, volunteers going on campus, being a positive influence on mm -hmm. students, whether that's mm -hmm. helping with tutoring for students or going out on the playground and just playing games at recess time mm -hmm. with, with kids or, or doing some of those things that teachers would prefer not to have to do, like making right. copies or things creating or preparing homework packs, right. whatever can support an educator. Mm -hmm. We want to get volunteers to do that part if they're able to do it. So when you look at the horizon of the areas that PEP, I mean, there's so many things to do. There are so many places that you need to help mm -hmm. schools with. Those seem to be the ones that have the highest need, connecting with children, volunteers, getting into schools, uh, but also uh, stimulating an attitude of gratitude, uh, giving thank you cards, changing the, the environment and the attitudes inside the school. Because, you know, you got children, families, there's such a diversity of people, whether it's ethnicity or culture or whatever. And but to create this camaraderie and this gratitude that that's huge. But as you look at the horizon, what are some of the things that, especially those of us who are listening today, what is it that we could do to help to get, you know, contact you and say, you know, what could I do? What are some of the areas that an average person in, at Life Church could get involved in? Well, I definitely think the writing letters or postcards to educators to just 
give a little bit of appreciation for mm-hmm. what they're doing would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to provide those postcards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think reaching out, if it's not a postcard, it's a phone call, it's an email. A lot of people that go to Life Church mm-hmm. have kids and they can start in their own household. Right. The kids that they have, the teachers that teach their kids. Um, if they're a grandparent, they can reach out to the the teacher of their grandchild. Mm-hmm. It can. There are lots of educators uh, and educator connections mm-hmm. to people here at Life Church. Um, I think that little treats, little coffees, uh, little donuts, mm-hmm. a little a little sweet thing given to an educator mm-hmm. just makes the world of difference. Right. We've been able to do that a lot. And we get such great feedback from staff, yeah. um, just thanking us just for the small gesture. It's mm-hmm. it's you know it's not a thousand dollars. It's you know fifty bucks to provide donuts for a for a staff. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it just it's just a really nice little shot in the arm mm-hmm. of oh wow, mm-hmm. you thought of us. What made you do this? Oh, I just appreciate what you're doing. That's great. Um, and then the volunteerism. I am happy to help anybody navigate what it takes to become a volunteer. Um, different districts have different requirements, but I'm happy to to find out what those are for the district that That's people great. would like to be involved in, and I can take them to wherever they need to go, meet them there. Um, I just want to take the barriers down to get people involved in schools, right. whether that's on campus, whether that's through the letter, or whether that's providing financial support I can provide guidance uh-huh. or I can take donations and find the best place for them to go. Right. Whatever's going to make it easier for people to get involved, I'm going to do the best I can to make those barriers That's break. great. I'm glad you brought that up because I don't think people really, just in the short time that we're talking, realize that they could contact you and say, hey, I'm kind of stumped. I don't, I don't even know where to begin. Absolutely. I, I want to help you know, I'm a grandparent mm-hmm. or all my kids are grown up or I don't have any children, but I still care about children. Mm-hmm. Uh, what could I do, Todd? So they can contact you and, the, and your website, they can go to your website, Yep, uh, which is pepschools.org. That's P-E-P-S-C-H-O-O-L-S.org. Okay. Pepschools.org. And on there, they can find contact information, more information about PEP. But here's the thing that I really want us to hear at Life Church is one of the ways that we show our love, not just for God, but for others, you know, loving one another and is, you know, loving those that we don't even know is to, is to do acts of service. And we do all kinds of things, whether it's Operation Christmas Child, sending those, uh, those boxes at Christmas time to children all over the world, uh, or the big backpack drive that we did. Uh, that was awesome. But at the same time, I know people that are have extra time on their hands. So if they contact you, you can help them direct either the, uh, to an activity or if they just want to make a donation, because this is a nonprofit, it's a yes, charitable it organization. Yep. And so by giving funds, they can say, where, where would this money best be used? And it I mean, you're, are you also trying to help schools like just in a, in a practical way? Let's say they need more athletic equipment or they need... So we're doing that as well with PEP. Yeah, that's the beauty of PEP is we can take 
physical things, whether it's player and equipment, or we can take donations. Mm -hmm. If someone would like to take those, uh, those supplies or resources to a school, I can help make that happen. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be coming from PEP. Or it can. It's mm -hmm. whatever's easiest for the person who would like to support it. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it, it can be, like, for example, um, we are supplying uh, a donation to a local school. They're starting a wellness center, which is a place for students mm -hmm. to go mm -hmm. to help regulate their behavior and their feelings. And they're starting it up. And so uh, PEP is going to give them some money to to help create that space, whether That's it's providing so furniture or resources for students to work with. Right. So it's it's one of those things where whatever we can do, mm -hmm. and if it's something I haven't thought of, please tell me, because I'm happy to add that to our our tool, our tool belt. Well, the thing is, I think uh, the average person may just be under the assumption that, oh, the state will pay for it, or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. no, school districts, in mm -hmm. many ways, and you know, as a former principal, mm -hmm. I mean, you had to do fundraisers yeah. for your school, I think, didn't you bring in the Harlem Globetrotters? We did, yeah. we did, our PTA brought, <laughs> brought that in, yeah. But, I mean, that's what you have to do in order to subsidize the, the huge areas of yes. financial loss, so the state doesn't have bottomless, no. it's not a bottomless well where you can just draw from so schools, a lot of times, are stunted. They can't go forward because they just don't have the finances. Absolutely. And so what you're hoping is PEP can at least be a help. And so you're already helping the school create this wellness center. Exactly. That is so great. Yeah. And again, for us folks at Life Church, getting out in the community, finding a way to show people that Christians aren't just preachers and, and just talk, talk, talk. We are also act. We do things, acts of service. And so if you're interested in helping PEP and get coming alongside, helping build bridges, whether it's uh, practical time volunteerism or financial donations, go to pepschools.org and all the contact information is there. That's right. All right. That's right. That's awesome. Thanks, Todd. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for letting me come and share. Hey, it's our pleasure. And again, for those of you at Life Church, uh, Todd uh, is can be found on campus on Sundays and other places. And so you could actually pull him aside and have a conversation with him as well. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, God bless you. Have a great week. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.